0: Well, hello, hello. Here we go with part three of The Kitchen Table. This is Arctic Eric, and I welcome you to my kitchen table for these few minutes together as we continue to look at the marvelous things the Holy Spirit, who lives in us, did and does today in homes in the book of Acts. When you think about it, uh, in your own life, many of your wonderful conversations you've had with others including spiritual conversations have taken place outside the organized church or the larger gatherings. Even though we can have fun discussions at conferences and and after church, there's nothing like a smaller, more intimate setting, be it a house group or a home group or a house church, or be it just you and another person at your kitchen table or there at a restaurant or there in your living room. The point of it is that the Holy Spirit is in us to minister through each of us, no matter where we are. So totally exciting. I know that as I spent time in the book of Acts and saw what God was doing in homes, I said, yes, Lord, I want people to meet you in my home. I want people to trust you, to be filled with you, to be healed, to be set free. What I see you doing, Holy Spirit, in homes in the book of Acts, I want to experience in my life, in my home and in small gatherings. And you know, he's faithful to do it. I think one of the things that's interesting to me is the next thing we're going to look at in the book of Acts, chapter 18. Priscilla, Aquila, and Apollos. uh, There's a story here about them. We can read in, in Acts, chapter 18, that Paul was in Corinth, and then he set sail, and Priscilla and Aquila went with him. And during that time, of course, he discipled them, and uh, taught them about the, the wonders that are hidden in Christ Jesus, the wisdom and knowledge, and yet revealed to us who believe. And we can see here that later on, they met a Jew named Apollos. He was a native of Alexandria, and he had come to Ephesus. He was a very educated guy, very learned man, and he was through, uh, thorough in the knowledge of the scriptures and how important it is. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately. You know, there are many who are teaching very accurately about Jesus. They're very intelligent, they're very sharp, they're really spot on. And this is one of those people here we see in Apollos. And it says, Right after that he spoke so accurately, taught and spoke accurately about Jesus, he only knew about the baptism of John. He only knew about repentance. And then... He began to speak, this is Apollos, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. And I I can see here that he was educated, learned, smart, sharp, eloquent, had great fervor, was a wonderful communicator, and yet what do we see? We see what we often see, and that is there's more with God. It says, when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explain to him the way of God more adequately. You know, we all need to have Christ and the walk with him explained to us more adequately the way of God to each of us. And of course, Today we have the New Testament, we're filled with the Holy Spirit who is the teacher and he is the revelator, he is the one that reveals Christ continually to us and through us so that we too can know the way of God more adequately. You know, we don't stop with our natural giftings and charismas, if we happen to have it, and we don't rest and trust in our education or our eloquence, eloquence nor our knowledge of Scripture. No, we rest and and trust in Jesus Christ as revealed in Scripture through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I uh, I encourage you that as you gather, that you, by the Spirit, be encouraged by others in the way of God and encourage others more adequately in the way of God. What is that? Well, that is when the objective Word of God is subjectively worked in and through your life. Not limiting God to knowledge only, nor focusing on experience only, but objectively looking at Scripture and saying, Yes, Jesus, I want you to work these things in and through my life so that subjectively I can receive and experience all that you have accomplished on the cross for we who believe. We go to uh, chapter 20 here, and uh, Paul is talking about, uh, he had called the elders of the church together, and one of the things he says is, you know that I've not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith, in our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's important for public ministry, of course. But you know, it's also important that we have the house-to-house understanding, that iron sharpens iron. And, And as we go from house to house, as we go from gathering to gathering, as we go from kitchen table to kitchen table, or living room to living room, or restaurant to restaurant, that that is a part of the the activity of the Holy Spirit. In other words, that's where he also wants to act. It's not just our sitting and listening publicly or even proclaiming publicly, but that we get in those one-on-one or house-to-house discussions about the Lord Jesus Christ as the Spirit leads, remembering all the time that everyone must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And all of that, of course, is based on his work on the cross. Faith in him alone. Well, listen, this is part three, and it has been wonderful to be here with you. This will be the last part uh, of the Kitchen Table series, and I want to conclude it again with what I opened with, and that's the last two verses in the book of Acts. When we think about it, Paul uh, is this wonderful missionary statesman. He's probably... uh, the second most important character in the New Testament, following, of course, our, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says here now, again, in the last two verses of uh, the book of Acts, for two whole years Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. Boldly and without hindrance he preached the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when you're at home, When you're in an intimate setting, it's very, very different than any other setting that we might encounter. And it's there that we can... Can feel unhindered, and we can have a boldness to testify about the things which Christ has done in and through our lives right there at home and I find fascinating here, basically he says here that he focused on two things: he preached the kingdom and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ, he preached about the kingdom that is the domain kingdom, the domain where the king rules and reigns, and we're his temple we're his domain, we're his purchased possession, and we're to talk about the one who, who owns us, bought us, the one who lives in us, and the expansion of his kingdom in and through us. And, of course, about the Lord Jesus Christ, teaching about Jesus. I am one of those that likes to say, it. keep it simple, it really is all about Jesus, what he has done in your life, what He desires to do in the future, and most importantly, by faith, what Christ desires to do in your life today in accordance with Scripture. And what Christ desires to do through you today and each and every day through the indwelling person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you to overflowing, not only today, but every day, that through you rivers of life-giving living water might flow out through you and refresh others, as is God's goodwill and God's desire to accomplish through you, through me, through each of us who believe. Well, again, I thank you for being here at the kitchen table. This has been Arctic Eric and part three of the kitchen table series. I pray that the Lord bless you today and that his good, perfect, and acceptable will be done in your life. Good day.